You're listening to a DM podcast. And welcome to Kinky History, the podcast where we discuss all of the dirty little secrets they probably left out of your history books. Today, we have something very special in store. Now, as a lifelong nerd and incurable teacher's pet, I have always had a love for quizzes, which is why I also have a love for this guest on the podcast today. I am so excited to be joined by the quiz master, Miles Glaspole, otherwise known as the TikTok 10 quiz guy. <laughs> G'day Esme, thanks so much for having me on the show. This is the kinkiest room I've been in. This Thank you amazing. so much, you like the red? I'm very red, it's a red room of pleasure. A red room of pleasure and knowledge because I believe Ooh. that today we are going to be doing some kinky quiz questions. Kinky quiz questions, that doesn't start with a K all the way through because then it'd be KKK, but... Um, <laughs> So what I've got is I've got the whole wagon wheel of categories. I've got kinky geography. I have got kinky history. For those of you who are worried, there's a lot of kinky history smattered throughout. There's kinky animals, kinky language. But we'll start off with a very special round that's close to both of our hearts, I think. This is wonderful. I'm so excited to have you here today. Um, So for those who don't know Miles, uh, you run a daily quiz show on TikTok, uh, 60 seconds. You have until you say the answer. You have until answer. I give the answer to say the answer. Yeah, so it's a format that we've been, we've done about 375 episodes since May 2021. Wow, that's it's very impressive. ongoing, not every day at the moment because I'm lazy, but it is ongoing. So yeah, check it out. Phenomenal. I have to say you are uh, the best trivia master I've ever met in my entire life. There is one time we went to a crowded trivia pub and you won as a one-man team and I did not even know that was possible so you are the smartest man I know that is not at all true because Esme's lovely partner Nico was there and he helped me win so (laughs) you know but speaking of difficult trivia are you ready to go with round one Esme I am so excited to test my kinky history trivia knowledge today I hope your brain is all lubed up and ready to go because here's question one We go game shows. Is Ooh. This is the intersection of our interests here. This is our Venn diagram. I love matchup. this. Can Round I do like one. a little game show like thing? That's the Sims. No, that's the Mute Me <laughs> channel. Yeah. Producer Manny, if you've got a nice little sort of quirky sting, that would be perfect. Like a little, little, <laughs> little stinger there. That'd be perfect. Welcome to Miles' Kinky Quiz. Esme, you're our contestant today. You're a 26-year-old. How old am I? You're, I, 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 know. I do know how old you are. Hang on. Uh, you yeah, you're 26. I come to your birthday. Yeah, I have. <laughs> I came to your 25th birthday like over a year ago. And that, yeah. Well, how okay. old is that then? Yeah, let me just, let me just, <laughs> let me just, let me just carry the one here. Hold on. Oh. Um, <laughs> 20, yeah. So Esme is a 26-year-old uh Historian, podcaster, TikTok host, you know, a bit of an everything, a bit of a polymath. All right, this is your question in round one. So okay. it's a simple, easy question. Mm-hmm. Which of the following game shows have I made up? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. so I'm going to read out six uh, game show titles and mm-hmm. a little synopsis. You just yeah. tell me which one is completely faked by me. Okay, so some of these are real. All of them are real, bar the fake one. A, Pants Off, Dance Off. A 2006 US game show where five contestants perform a striptease to win audience votes. <laughs> Wait, what? Mm-hmm. That's A. Okay. Pants off, dance off. Are you making notes? You, you can have you can have a little paper there and make some notes if you want to. Uh, it's all you're gonna, in my head. You're going to go? Okay. B, 
Kontor Gojigo no Yakuken, a Japanese game show of strip rock, paper, scissors set to music. No. C. Teste di Fidelidade, a 2013 Brazilian game show where participants are nominated by their spouse to be seduced by an actor. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Sign me up. It's like ultimate cuckold. Yeah, it's called it's called loyalty test. That translates to loyalty test. Right. So okay, that's yeah. D, D. Naked Jungle, mm. a TV special celebrating the 50th anniversary of nudism in the UK. <laughs> 10 completely nude contestants complete challenges to try and win fig leaves. This sounds like if I'm a celebrity, get me out of here was uh, after 10 o'clock at night yeah. and on TV. Like. They don't win food. They just win modesty. Yeah. <laughs> Congratulations. You get a leaf. You get a leaf. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they just dishing them out and like they might eat them if they're hungry. Like that's what they eat. <laughs> e, mm-hmm. Money or Bust, a 1983 late night Australian TV pilot where contestants compete to guess the bra size of a female guest. No. The show was cancelled after one episode following a direct complaint from station owner Kerry Packer. Oh, right. Yeah. Well, I mean, fair enough. Mm-hmm. I can't see that that TV show would have much of a kind of trajectory there. Like, mm. where do you go after the first episode anyway? Well, no, but it's like, it's, you know, new women, new people to guess every week, basically. <laughs> new boobs every new week. Boobs every week. <laughs> same boob time, same boob channel. Um, or F, Kenshua Seikatsu, Japanese game show where a man is left naked in an apartment with no clothes and some bare necessities and is told he cannot leave until he wins $10,000 in prizes from magazine competitions. None of those sound believable, but well, I would watch all of them. So <laughs> are there any favourites you have there? The very first one that you said about the new pants. Pants dance, off, dance off. Pants off, dance off. I feel like that's the only one that I was like, I don't know any TV station that's going to air people doing a striptease. Mm-hmm. Um so I, I, I'm feeling like that that is probably the fake one. Do you want to lock in A? I do want to lock in A. Lock in A. It's so real, Pants Off, Dance <gasps> Off. No, really? It was hosted by Tila Tequila in season one and Full House's Jodie Sweeten in season two. So the contestants do a striptease to music and in the meantime we get a little backstory about each of them and the audience calls in to vote for their favourite. What do you mean you get a backstory? Get- what, as they're stripping off, they're just like, and she used to be a yeah. singer. You get sound bites <laughs> and they do the striptease, they do the dance. Right. And then you get the little backstory and then you come back and, I, and at the end of the show, someone wins $200. Do you know what? Cancel Dancing with the Stars. I only want Pants Off Dance Off. I can't say that. <laughs> pants Off Dance Off. Pants Off Dance Off. That's the only thing I want to watch now. I think you would make it classy. I think you could revive it. Thank you it. so much. I was just, I, you know what? I, I want to host and I want to star. Mm. It's actually just going to be an hour and a half of just me doing a striptease and then me giving my backstory on myself. Like, hey, this one time I lost my virginity at 14 and then I fucked a puffer fish at 21. Like, Are you awarding <laughs> yourself $200 in this scenario? Yeah, yeah, I get the prize money as well. Also, how shitty is that prize money? $200 in 2006. Considering that you have to really put some of your dignity on the line yeah. there as well. I, the, I, I feel the, like... The ratio is not good. So we're ruling out pants off dance off. Pants off dance off. Pants off So we've also got... So I'll give you our remaining options. We've got Japanese strip rock paper scissors. Lo- That's real. Brazilian loyal. Yes, it is. It is real. That's real. So the show is called Kontu Gojugo no Yakuken. Yakuken means baseball fist, and it's a form of rock paper scissors based on baseball. So the town of Matsuyama in Japan players dance <laughs> for a little bit, and then the well, then they go to like a home run. Sort <laughs> of. So the the umpire would say like the equivalent of saying rock, paper, scissors, and then you dance and then when the music stops, or I haven't quite nailed down exactly how it works, you reveal your Japanese equivalent of a rock, paper, or a scissors. (laughs) 
<laughs> not a kinky. Sorry. Wait, it's not kinky yet. I'll show you my scissors and you show me your rock. <laughs> like. Well, here's the thing. It wasn't originally kinky at all. It became associated with stripping because of the game show. It was in the, like from the 60s onwards, they did this segment. Right. And like they got sort of beautiful women to come on and play it. And if so the way it went is if you lost the rope, paper, scissors, you remove an item of clothing. And they did it on TV. It became a game show. Uh, so the, the actual game itself, the traditional game, became associated with stripping. So, right. And in 2005, the host of this show went to Matsuyama, the town it comes from, and apologised to a fourth-generation grandmaster of the original game no. uh, for distorting his town's traditional game. Oh, my God. They've yeah. commercialised it. Yeah, and they've made it kinky. <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah. What a interesting story though but there are apparently and you can do research on this because this is your domain historical records of strip rock paper scissors in japan dating back to the 18th century no way yeah really yeah so that's for your further investigation you know absolutely academically speaking further investigation is needed (laughs) yeah yeah. there's going to be like my published article rock paper scissors strip and its historical origins Mm -hmm. how fascinating Mm -hmm. i'm more that uh even rock paper scissors goes back that long well yes this is sort of a japanese equivalent so they have different like yeah and i'm doing this i don't there's nothing wanking about it but like you are just like continually every time you say rock paper scissors you are making an action like my hand underneath yeah it's, it's never been kinky. Like. No, the noise doesn't isn't kinky at all. Like, yeah, that's not kinky at all. Um, all right, see our loyalty test, the 2013 Brazilian game show that's, where that's real. participants. Yes, it is. It ended in 2015 due to complaints. So the idea is that you nominate your partner if you think they're possibly going to cheat on you. Yeah. The actor goes and seduces them and it sort of tests their loyalty. Uh, it got complaints and it often ended with the couple fighting live on the studio set until they were pulled apart by security. So Do you know what? I would absolutely watch that. Yeah. That sounds wonderful. Put yeah. that back on TV. Well, there <laughs> are talks great. of a revival. So oh, great. it may awesome. be coming back. Keep your eye on your Brazilian TV website. Okay. <laughs> um, Naked Jungle, the TV special celebrating 50th anniversary of nudism in the UK. 10 completely nude contestants, complete challenges to try and win fig leaves. Do you know what's so annoying? After all of these stories you've told me, mm. um, I now believe all of them to be real. Um, mm. So I'm going to say this one might be fake just because I can't see UK TV putting naked people on the screen. Oh, I so Naked Attraction's still on. Oh, true. Uh, oh my gosh, I forgot about Naked Attraction. Yeah. That, Is that on Channel 4 channel or something? Channel 5 yeah. or Channel 4. I don't know, that might be Channel 4, but yeah, Channel 4 and 5 are the more seedy ones. And this is a Channel 5 special. Is I tell it? you what. Okay, yes. so you really compete for fig leaves. Well, so it's it very was, biblical of them, isn't they it? They had a kids' game show called. I can't remember, was it like Jungle Run or something yeah. like that where you sort of run through an obstacle course collecting whatever you need to collect. <laughs> and they did to celebrate the anniversary. Of, and it was for kids, like kids would do it. To celebrate the anniversary of nudism, they got fully nude contestants, adults, and edit in a late night time slot. And instead no. of collecting like the puzzle pieces or whatever it is they need to collect, they, they collected fig leaves. leaves. Yeah. I can't imagine what a horrendous time the editors must have had, like trying to blur everything out. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, you're going to love one of the other ones then. You're okay. going to love the real one. That's So your final choice is money or bust or Kensho Saikatsu. So the apartment with $10,000 in magazine competitions, completely naked, or the Australian late night show with guessing the brass size. Which one's fake? Okay, surely we didn't do the bra one. Yeah, it's fake. I made that one up. So, oh, that was such a good one, though. Yeah. That's the one I, I would have been like, yeah, that was real because it got cancelled. You know how I said it sounds <laughs> like it was written by a punster? You didn't notice that the title was Money or Bust oh, about bra sizes? Do you so, know what? That's very right. funny. You should copyright yeah, that. I might copyright that. <laughs> no. That's a good one. So the anecdote is real, though, because 
there was a show called Australia's Naughtiest Home Videos that was like the off- Like the funniest home videos, well, but sexy. Yes. And it was like all the offcuts that couldn't go to air during funniest home videos. <laughs> and they put them on TV. Uh, it's like, you know, animals humping and stuff they can't show at 6.30 in front of the kids. Uh, and they got this comedian called Doug Mulray to host it. And Kerry Packer literally rang up halfway through the show, the office of Channel 9, and said, get this shit off air. Oh, my god! And then in the next ad break, they said, we're having a te- technical difficulty and we're going to show this other <gasps> show instead. And it never came back. That's so tragic. Any Aussies who are watching this would know. Like, that's a famous, like, CEO flexing his muscles story. is getting a co- show cancelled mid-program. As it was on air. Yeah. Can you still see a clip of it? Oh, like, yeah, you somewhere? can watch the whole thing. Oh, really? Yeah. Interesting. I went to like an episode of Cheers or something like that. Oh, my that. God, that's so yeah. funny. This is the real one. Is Kensho Saikatsu, a Japanese game show where a man is left naked in an apartment with no clothes and some bare necessities and is told he cannot leave until he wins $10,000 in magazine competitions. So that is 100% real. That is absolutely ridiculous. So he's, so left- he's just like sitting there cooling up, doing various... He's <laughs> left in an apartment with a stove, a little stove, and like some a toilet and some food and water. Yeah. And a stack of magazines and a phone. Uh, his <laughs> Sounds like me on a good Saturday yeah, night. I know. <laughs> <laughs> or like the worst dentist office. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so his name was Nasubi, they called him on the show, which means eggplant. <laughs> but wait, they called him that not for anything south of the border, but because of the shape of his head. Oh, my God. <laughs> Have a guess how long he was in the room for. I'm going to put him in the room for like two days. You're off by 333. 335 days. He was trapped in an apartment, so the prizes were useless. He won a bike he couldn't ride anywhere, tickets to a Spice Girls concert he couldn't go to. This is the late 90s we're we're in right now. A TV which didn't work without an antenna and a pair of lingerie which became his only clothing for the whole series. This uh, isn't real. This is 100% real. Uh, what? The show employed a staff of 50 people to censor his genitals on the live feed <laughs> at all times. Eggplants, eggplants yeah. out again. Like <laughs> Eggplants. No, so anyway, uh, after 335 episodes, he won a bag of rice that tipped him over the $10,000 worth of prizes thing. And they flew him to Korea. And he's like, oh, this must be where they're filming the finale. He was told he was going to another apartment. He had to earn the return airfare to Tokyo. No, after a year. Yeah. Naked in an apartment. Well, 335 days plus four months in Korea. Um, and then he was eventually earned the return fare. Is eggplant okay? We don't know exactly how much of it was real is the only thing. Right. So it could have been, but like it was presented as real. Eventually, so he re- came back to Tokyo. He came back and they put him in one more apartment. He was like, oh God, am I going to have to do it again? And then the moment they locked the door, the walls fell down and he was in front of a studio audience and he was done. It yeah. feels very Truman Show. Yeah. Anyway, so that was that. round one. That was my game show round. Did you like that? This was really, really wonderful. Round Let's number go. two. <laughs> this is kinky geography. So, do you know what? I didn't even do geography at school. We oh. didn't have it as a subject. So, oh, really? my geography in general is terrible. Let's well, my kinky geography. This is the same sort of gist as the last question. Which of these places have I made up? Is it A, the Canadian fishing town of Dildo, Newfoundland? Canadian fishing town of Dildo? Yeah. In New England? Uh, Newfoundland. Oh, in Newfoundland. <laughs> yeah. So Dildo, Newfoundland. Okay, just let's hear all the options and then we can go through them and you can tell me what you think. Okay, B, the US fur trading outpost of Beaverlick, Kentucky. <laughs> C, the Welsh mining village of Coombe, or pronounced Cum as well by some locals. <laughs> D. I want to go to all of these places. Yeah, I thought you might. You might not want to go to this one. D, the small island cove of Port Circumcision, Antarctica. 
No, that's not a place. Uh, e, the small farming village of Clit, Romania. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine if you like just li- like lived on the most inappropriately named like street, the most inappropriately named <laughs> town. That's where you should live, as mate. All right, and your last one: the Australian mountain of Spanker Knob, Victoria. If that is real. And Australia has a mountain called Spankin' Knob that's in this state. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be absolutely livid mm-hmm. that I haven't travelled there. Mm-hmm. Let's let's go through them from the top again, okay? okay. Tell me real or fake on these. Uh, the Canadian fishing town of Dildo, Newfoundland. Yes, that's real. That is absolutely real. It was possibly <laughs> named by Captain Cook. Genuinely named after a dildo. Genuinely named after it. It is a phallic-shaped island. Uh, Jimmy Kimmel did a lot of segments on it. He celebrated it. Just the tip, though. He just, just the tip. Uh, just celebrated on the tip of it. He celebrated in 2019 and he had a Hollywood-style dildo sign installed in the town. No. So, yeah, Jimmy Kimmel's all over this one. What, just like a giant dildo no, on a mountain? No, no, as in the like the Hollywood sign, the Gorgeous. word dildo written at the town's entrance. That's stunning. Yeah. I need a photo. All right. I don't want to go to Hollywood. I want to go there. All right. Well, yeah. <laughs> Take your honeymoon to dildo. That I will. Uh, B, the U.S. fur trading outpost of Beaver Lick, Kentucky. I'm going to say real. It is real. Really? Uh, it's a, a dead town. It's not there anymore, but it no, was named. No, there's no more beavers looking. No more beavers looking. Oh, no. What a shame. What happened to it? Well, they all finished. <laughs> finished and all left. The, all the female beavers had a great time and then moved on. <laughs> um, damn. It's a sapphic community. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it does sound like a like a lesbian bar though, doesn't it? It does. Anyway, so it was named for the beaver branch of the local creek um, and a lick is like a small stream in some... That's very unfortunate, yeah. to be honest. Um, <laughs> it is a branch of the Big Bone Creek. Of course it is. So don't you hate it when a big bone trickles into a beaver. Now, um, <laughs> uh, the Welsh Mine Village of Cum. What do you think? That one's fake. That is fake, yes. So Coom, C-W-M is mm. how it's pronounced in Welsh. It does mean a type of valley formed by glacial erosion. So it's a very it common Welsh real. word. It could be It is. Uh, there's places like Gotcoom in the name, but the one I made up of the <laughs> I thought village. you were going to say there's a place called Gotcoom, and I was like, yeah, well. Yeah, well, <laughs> what sort of place doesn't? Um, <laughs> sounds like my idea of a perfect Saturday night. Now, um, <laughs> D, oh, now, you've spotted the fake. So bear in mind the rest of these are real. Port yeah. Circumcision. That's terrible. Real, named for the Feast of the Circumcision, the anniversary of Jesus's Chop Chop. Um, wow, I didn't know we celebrated that. Yeah, it's a real thing. Why but, did we get a free day for Easter and everything then, but not on the day that his penis got chopped? Yeah, I don't know. That's a bit rude. I think it's New Year's, New Year's Day though as well. Oh, is it? So I think we already do sort of get a day for it. E, uh, the small farming village of Klit, Romania, very real. Uh, it could come from the Ukrainian Klitka, meaning apartment or small cubbyhole. There you Lovely. go. And F... Spanker Knob, it's a real mountain. Spanker Knob is a real mountain Spanker in Australia. Knob in Victoria. Get out. Yes. How far away is it? Can we drive there? I think there? it's in the Alpine National Park, about three or four hours northeast of here well, in Miles, Melbourne. What are you but, doing for the rest of today? Do you uh, want to drive up to Spanker Knob? Spank- can we do a live episode from Spanker Knob? Yes. Yeah. I can't believe that's a real place so near us. Spanker Knob Mountain. Spanker Knob. So Spanker is in S P A N K E R Knob. It uh, was called that because it was just nice to drive past because a knob is a hill and <laughs> it's an absolute spanker of a drive apparently so i do love uh the way that we just give things names in australia yeah. it's simple it's to the point it's descriptive. We're so direct you got the fake village so well done as mate you get a- you get a free trip to spank a knob as <laughs> yeah. are you driving yeah yeah Great, i'll keep drinking yeah <laughs> just climb up on the spank a knob and um yeah <laughs> golly oh my god that's wonderful i'm learning so much from this my geography is now so good yes well 
Kinky language time. Kinky language. Yeah. So oh this my God. is this is when we like whisper into the mic. This is where we do one of those ABC Classic FM hosts and say that was Dvorak's fifth coming to you live from Port Circumcision. We're about to climb Mount Spankenop right here on Kinky History, the podcast with the TikTok Dan. Oh, that's a nice little hook. We can go to an ad break now. <laughs> <laughs> Round three is kinky language. So this is going to be about etymologies of Ooh. kinky words. This is right up your street. All right, I'm excited. All right. Give me some so etymology. So an easy one. I don't see the thing is I haven't like researched what you do and don't know or what you haven't do, have or haven't done content. Is that on. your way of saying that you don't watch my videos, yes. Miles? No, <laughs> I do. I just, you've done a lot of them. So I don't know if that I'm going to. That is gonna, so rude. I don't know if I'm going to lovingly trample over something you've already covered. Oh my God, but, all right, so I'm going to give you an easy one to start. Okay. Uh, the Latin for sheath or scabbard. What am I talking about? You're talking about a vagina. Of course I am. Of course I am. Latin for sheath or scabbard. Probably only about as old as the 15th or 16th century, medically yeah. speaking. Is that am I right in saying? Yeah. Um. So vagina, not only does it yeah mean sheath, the thing that you put a sword into. Yeah. But prior to that, that was yeah, that used to be quite a dirty word to start mm. with. Uh, the word that we used, which dates back to ancient times, mm. is cunt. Oh. If you ever listen to Dr. Kate, a listener who runs the podcast Betwixt the Sheets, she did like a whole TED talk about the word cunt mm. and about how we need to reclaim it because it's the only term for a lady's never regions yeah. that is uh, doesn't have anything to do with uh, a man going inside like a sword in sheath. And it's the only one that meant something like woman, knowledge, creative, queen and everything. Um, and then by the time that we get start getting vagina and everything we we're trying to make the body dirty yeah. it's around the 17th century yeah. and to make the body dirty you make the word dirty yeah so i think she says that the, the, the cunt then gets described as a nasty name for a nasty thing Aww. and so that's why we started to not like the word cunt uh, i'm gonna drop the c-bomb so many uh, times i love episode. that you've like you've demystified it for me you've like de-shamed the word for me yeah. so i am now going to call my grandmother no i'm not uh, <laughs> don't, a- don't you dare call your grandmother <laughs> well we have dr kate listener to thank for that she like her ted talk is absolutely fantastic I, I think one of the things she says even in her book is that in the oxford english dictionary the first thing mentioned that we can the really first, find um, what citation or whatever is the, yeah, yeah like where it's like the first time we kind of see it in english uh 12 Oh three, and it's the name of a red light district in London, and it was called Grope Cunt Lane. Say it like it is. Grope Cunt Lane. Grope Cunt Lane. A real place. That's your street in this mystical, sexy address we're building up for you right now. Uh, I'm going to live on Grope Cunt Lane. Yeah, on top of Spanking Knob Mountain. Just just down the road from Port Circumcision. My only other little fact I have here is that they also had the word based on vagina, invaginate and evaginate to. Insert or remove something from a scabbard. Invaginate. me, kind sir. Yeah, I love that. It's oh. so posh sounding. Like, it's lovely. Did you invaginate last night? Yes, I did. I and did and invaginate. invaginate and evaginate. It's like inhale and exhale. Can you imagine like you just go to a bar and you're like, you know what, it's going really well. Do you feel like you want to invaginate me tonight? Like. <laughs> Beautiful. Uh, B, all right, we're on to your favourite dildo. Give me some dildo. Which of these is not, which of these possible explanations for the origin of dildo have I made up? Okay. I've made one up. The rest are true. Oh, okay. Um, a dildo pin was used to lock the oar into place on a small dory, which is a type of small rowboat. Okay. Never heard that one. B, diletto, the Italian word for delight. Do you know what? I think I know that that is true. Mm. I think it means delight, 
but also one of the etymologies is beloved mm. and my name Esme means beloved really? so in Italian if you know you were translating the meaning I would be Diletto. No, not Diletta. Diletto. Diletto with a, a feminine ending with yeah. the A, wouldn't it? So Diletta. 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 Dilettino or something. Dilettino. Dilettino, yeah, the dildo queen. C, literally dildo, as in dill space D-O-U-G-H, because it was mm. an old Irish soda bread that single women would overcook and use for sim- stimulation. And the presence of dill added a tingling sensation. Ooh, okay. Mm. Okay, no, not heard of that. Mm. So I'm feeling. So, but there's a bit... two you haven't heard of so far. Yeah, and yeah. D, uh, a medieval nonsense word, just one of those made up silly words from the medieval times. Uh, that's correct because yes. there's loads of instances of it like being used. I uh, like there's a this book. It was the nursery rhyme for the n- new English nursery rhymes, and there was like a poem, and it was like lusty lady. Oh, I've, her, I've got this. Dildin. I've got that poem right in front of me, my love. Seriously? I Wait, have it. read it. It's what from a 1675 it? play and it's actually, well, it's a corruption of Dildin meeting sweetheart. So <laughs> the, fr- the, the phrase you're looking for and great, you know, recollection. I know Thank this is you your area of expertise, much. but yeah, here comes a lusty wooer, my Dildin, my darling. Here comes a lusty wooer lady, bright and shining. So, That's yeah. it. That's yeah. it. Because um, like Dildin and all of these, they weirdly catches on. Mm-hmm. And then it makes it very confusing when we're trying to tra- trace back like the origins of dildos, whether people yeah. were just rhyming with this silly <laughs> word or if they actually meant a dildo. So what have I made up? Is it a pin on a rowboat or is it Irish bread? I would be very annoyed if it is the Irish bread because that sounds like you mean they're using it for pleasure. Yeah. So, so they, they just discovered that it had a kind of a the dill in it had a kind of tingling vibe and so it kind of I'm gonna say that that one's fake because I feel like I should and if it's not I should know that that's terrible um but there is one called like molding the cockle bread which I wonder if that was but women used to um there was a dance that kind of caught on in the 18th century and women pretended to um, like mould bread with their wow. asses, um, but that's the only thing I'm thinking about with bread. Do you know what's Do you know what's funny is that I'm amazed that that's like that's a fact because I completely made dildo up. Really? Yeah. Oh, interesting. Okay, so I'm you just so completely, yeah, <laughs> I completely made that up. Um, yeah, dildo pin, it's a little type of rowboat called a dory and it's a pin that uses to lock the oars into place and it dildo looks like pin. a dildo. So That's wonderful. Yeah. So they're still just moulding the cockle bread. You're across kinky bread, basically. Oh, You're so God. on top of it. I was so worried then. Yeah. I was like, I, I feel like in my bread sex facts, that was the only one I could think of that women would sure like gyrate on. It, it caught on for a while. Like it was like... A, pubs and taverns and you would have lusty wenches that would perform molding the cockle bread dance which is kind of like just like twerking i guess well (laughs) so you get the point there on dildo question question three of etymology why shouldn't you be afraid of der kitzler isn't that German for like it's I was gonna say cunt, but it's clitoris, right? Clitoris is correct. Well done. It means the tickler. Oh um, the tickler. I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay, that's so great. der Kitzler means the tickler in German. It means clitoris. Uh and as you know, probably also could come from sheath. Interesting. Yeah. So it still has some of those like sheath sheathy connotations, yeah. Yeah, that's why we've got to bring back the cunt. It could come back come from the Greek clitorazine, meaning to touch lasciviously or to tickle. <laughs> that's where the kitzler comes from. But what they did you think say? What did you call that again? Clitorazine, touch lasciviously. I just want you to say that every time I'm trying to refer to my clitoris. Touch. I just want that. <laughs> <laughs> just that audio grab of you. <laughs> touch lasciviously. Is that what you're gonna produce many? Are you gonna just get the soundboard and get like snip that one out and just get ready for that? All right, quick, we're just we're gonna whistle through these what is a scrotum humanum well i i'm i'm gonna 
go that that's like a very large testicle region because human and like humongous like yeah, yeah. right that's it, it looks like one but it's not oh so, so it's not a giant bull sack it looks like a giant bull sack but it's not it's not it is a dinosaur fossil so really they found a fossil like the lower half of a dinosaur's femur its leg bone and you know how the bottom of a leg bone has the two sort of balls at the bottom you know yeah well they just sort of, it was cut off about here so it just looked like a giant scrotum oh my the god scrotum humanum could you imagine if you died millions of years ago and that's how you're remembered yeah is this <laughs> i'm the bull sack yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that dinosaur is pissed he's like looking down at from heaven like really really i did all of this for dinosaur kind and that's how you remember me yeah <laughs> is dinosaurs the oldest kinky history you've had on the show? i can't say that i've ever talked about the kinky history of dinosaurs there before um so you've really gone prehistoric, prehistoric. For me. <laughs> Finally, what is a Rantalian? Do you know what a Rantalian is? Why, why would a man be a Rantalian and it's related to scrotum humanum? Is this like really big balls again? There's like long balls. More scrotum, not testicle. Oh, okay. So big ball sack, basically. It's a man big whose balls ball are sack. saggy enough to be longer than his penis. To quote, I, I'm sure you're familiar with Francis Grose's Dictionary oh, of the Vulgar the Tongue. Yeah, love. This is his description. A Rantalian is one whose scrotum is so relaxed as to be longer than his penis i.e. his shot pouch is longer than the barrel of his piece. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, around the same time as some of those words were coming about, we, which is 1700s, 1800s, yeah. there's even uh, this myth about women, well, lesbians, mm. and they believe that they started to love other women because their clitoris was so oversized <laughs> that it became a penis. Oh. And that was uh, the kind of like Marquis de Sade, what, what yeah. he imagined that if women were so perverse that they engaged in so many lesbian activities, then mm. their clitoris would grow bigger and bigger yeah. until you could penetrate people. With oh my God. <laughs> but then that actually caught on for a really long time yeah. that some women had such big clitorises that they could penetrate with I mean, them. they are like evolutionarily speaking, the same thing, aren't they? They're just sort of the sensitive, it's like an the sensitive knob bit of the in front between the legs, you know? It's, yeah. it's the nervy bit. Yeah, it's the exciting bit. Oh. All right, round four is kinky animals. So I'm so worried about kinky animals is, as a we're not we're not going to what as a non bestialityist whatever the word is for one of those. We're actually not pro bestiality. No, we're not. On kinky I'm, history. I'm not either. Just for what it's worth. No, this is just about animals having sex with each other. So don't worry, you'll be fine. Just a quick fire, true or false. Tell me what you think. Okay. Right. True or false? Sharks have two penises. No. False. True. Um, what? Yeah. Jaws just got so much scarier. <laughs> <laughs> you know that picture where it was like- We're going to need a bigger- Swimming and then, yeah, we're going to need a bigger boat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're going to need two bigger boats. So uh, they are, if you look at the underside, it's part of the dorsal fin and it sort of just looks like that. Uh, they're called claspers because they go inside and they sort of open like an umbrella. Oh my God, it's like a clamp. Like when yeah. you get in a pap smear, not that you would know, Miles. No, I know. But I like, is that what their penises Speaking do? Speaking as the first honorary penis on this podcast, I have no idea what you're talking about. You are about. the first penis yeah. on this podcast. Yeah. Thank you so much. Proud to, pr <laughs> happy to provide. <laughs> you and your giant balls. Yeah. Um, right, okay. They're just on the floor right now. Yeah, um, it's, <laughs> all right. True or false, Japanese monkeys have discovered glory holes. Yeah, I feel like monkeys would know where a glory this hole is. This is true. So a female gibbon in a Nagasaki zoo was found to be pregnant even though she lived in a solo enclosure. 
Oh. Now, they thought it might be immaculate conception. They were worried that there was a rogue <laughs> zookeeper. Jesus. They, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so uh, it turns out they were worried there might have been some tampering from the zoo, like a rogue zookeeper mm. or something. Turns out the male gibbon in the next enclosure was the father. The only possible opening between the two enclosures was some perforations uh, in the partition between the two that were nine millimetres wide. No. So, I mean. Wait, the monkey just put its... Yep. Monkey penis through Straight the... Right through the 90 <gasps> millimetre hole. I love that he just, if, if he pokes it enough, yeah. she'll find also, it. Also, <laughs> 9 millimetres, how small is that monkey penis? That's a centimetre wide. That's, That's a tiny... Tiny gibbon penis. But yes, that is true. All right, tr- the last true or false on animals. Australian frogs uh, turn blue during mating season. I'm going to say false only because as Australians, if that was the case, we would be making so many blue balls jokes yeah. about frogs. They turn yellow. That's they turn correct. yellow. It's false. Yeah, they oh, turn so they yellow. Oh, so they turn a different colour. So uh, Jody Rowley from the Australian Museum says, we don't know whether it's to attract females or to tell each other males, other males to go away or a combination <laughs> of the two, but the frogs are the brightest when they're actually mating. It's like a fluoro yellow. Right, they become Simpsons characters to try and yeah. get laid. Simpsons frogs get laid. Yeah. All right. <laughs> So animal sex, you got three out of three. So you did pretty well. Oh, my God. Wow. I, oh, no, no, sorry. You said sharks have one. No, no that's yeah, two out of three. I, I, nah. Sorry, I thought jo- yeah. Jaws only had All right, penis. speed round. This is the last one. So speed coming, round. This is, so this is a historical quote about sex. Oh, my God. I'm going to give you half a quote, and you, I'm just going to give you some options. You tell me which one's correct. And I've got yep. five of them, five good questions. You have until I give the answer to say the answer. Um because I feel like I've got a crowbar in something for the TikTok 10 fans out there. All right, question one. Jackie Kennedy, sex is a bad thing because it A, spoils your breakfast, B, rumples your clothes, C, makes you late for church. Rumples your clothes. Correct. You've heard that one? I have Yes, heard that one. well done. Classic Kennedy. Question two, Rihanna. Yeah. To me, sex is what? A, power, B, music, C, work, 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 work. <laughs> Work, 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 work. You see me having Um, I feel like she's said music, like sex is music. To me, sex is power. It's empowering when you do it because you want to do it. Oh, okay. I thought like sex is music was quite poetic. I could see that as a song. Another one. We're back with the Kennedys. We're with JF this time. JFK. If I don't have sex every day, (laughs) what? I think you're familiar already. It doesn't get a headache. If I don't have sex every day, A, I get a headache. B, I'll start World War III. C, I want to be shot. Uh, yes, I'll get a headache. He was a notorious <laughs> hornbag, JFK. He really was. Yeah. There's various versions of that quote floating around. If I don't have sex with a new woman every three days, something like that. So, oh, golly. Yeah. Where, where did we get this quote from? Did he just like, is this like a presidential speech? He's like, oh, oh yeah. by the way. State of the Union. No, I'm Love that. <laughs> Uh, four, Groucho Marx. Of course, I remember the first time I had sex. A, what a waste of 30 seconds. <laughs> B, my daughter turns five on Sunday. <laughs> or C, I kept the receipt. Oh, they're all funny. Um, mm. He's a comedian, right? He was the Marx Brothers, the legendary oh, film brothers. Yeah. Well, I mean, they were all funny. So um, This is from his early stand-up. The 30-second one. I kept the receipt. Really? Yeah. Oh my God. You know what? I thought that was the least funny of the three. Yep. So no. Good well, on you. You're you very go. funny. I'm outdone Groucho Marx. Yeah. <laughs> Put that on your resume. Yeah. Miles, thank you so much for joining us here today. I have learned so much. Um, my geography skills were terrible and now- um, yeah. Now you're having planning your honeymoon in Dildo or Port Circumcision or- I'm so excited. Spank Knob. Let's take a camping trip to Spank and Knob. We are ruining this for people who like kinky history are just like, oh, this is the nerdiest it's ever been. And for fans <laughs> of the TikTok 10 are just like, this is so depraved. Like, <laughs> we really take it down like, on yeah. this phone. <laughs> 
<laughs> we're just alienating everyone. And yeah. while you're here, Miles, uh, where can people find people can you? Find me on at TikTok Ten Quiz at on the TikTok and the Instagram, and also I am a contestant on Mastermind this year, Woo! so that is airing April four, April seven. Possibly, if I make it through the first round, I'll be on April seven. So Fingers six p.m. Thank you, SMA. Uh, six p.m. SBS. And if you're listening after those dates I've just said, you can catch it on SBS on demand. I so, will yeah. be watching it on demand because uh, you are very on demand as a person. I just can't get enough of you. It's nice to hear it at least once in my life. So I'm glad <laughs> I just have. You're welcome. Thank you so much for listening in today. And if you want to join us next week for your next penis party, um, your oral history. Yes. Otherwise, you can find me on TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, all of the good stuff. Thank you so much for being here, Miles. Let's uh, drink some wine. My pleasure. Cheers. Cheers. Chin, chin. <laughs> mm. <gasps> oh.